It's June 9th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top story today, the United Kingdom is finally moving towards stricter enforcement of sanctions. Starting June 15th, the UK's Office of Financial Sanctions Implementation won't have to prove that companies or individuals who violate the country's sanctions measures knew or should have known they were violating the rules. Instead, sanctions violations will be evaluated by the OFSI on a strict liability basis, meaning that the agency will only have to prove a sanctions violation occurred, not what a company or individual knew about the violation. OFSI is now also allowed to publicize cases on a case-by-case basis, which will create a further deterrent. In my opinion, the UK has long lagged behind in sanctioning dirty money. This is a step in the right direction, but there is much more to be done. As David Rothkoff and Bill Browder discussed on a recent episode of Deep State Radio, a further step would be to target the bankers, lawyers, and consultants which work to hide dirty money from Russia and elsewhere. Yesterday, the European Parliament passed a resolution urging the European Commission to grant Ukraine EU candidate status. The vote passed 438 to 65, with 94 abstentions. The resolution had a number of other interesting things to say, including the EU should provide weapons to Ukraine without delay in accordance with the needs expressed by the Ukrainian authorities, and that the strategic goal of a free world is to help Ukraine ultimately defeat the Russian aggressor and regain control of its internationally recognized territory. The resolution, however, is non-binding. Dozens of radiation detectors are once again transmitting data from the area around the Chernobyl nuclear power plant after Ukraine with technical support from the International Atomic Energy Agency, succeeded in reviving a vital information link that was cut at the start of the conflict more than 100 days ago, Director General of the International Atomic Energy Agency, Rafael Mariano Grossi, said yesterday. Most of the 39 detectors sending data from the exclusion zone, spanning 30 kilometers around the nuclear power plant, are updating as they were before the interruption, Director General Grossi went on to say, adding that the measurements received so far indicated radiation levels in line with those measured before the conflict. President Biden formally opened the Summit of the Americas in Los Angeles on Wednesday by declaring democracy a hallmark of our region, adding that we don't always agree on everything, but because we're democracies, We work through our disagreements with mutual respect and dialogue. Before the speech, the President and First Lady Jill Biden greeted more than 20 heads of state from the Western Hemisphere, including Canada, Brazil, and Argentina. But the summit has been overshadowed by the fallout from the exclusion of leaders from Cuba, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. You can read Biden's full remarks in the link provided in the show notes. Iran plans to install two new cascades of advanced centrifuges that will allow Tehran to rapidly enrich more uranium. 
Iran had just recently shut off two devices the IAEA uses to monitor enrichment at Natanz. The decision to add the two IR-6 centrifuges cascades at its underground nuclear facility comes as countries at an International Atomic Energy Agency meeting in Vienna voted Wednesday night to censure Iran. Algeria has suspended its 20-year-old cooperation treaty with Spain, the country's presidency announced Wednesday. The decision came after Madrid reversed its long-standing policy of neutrality on the Western Sahara conflict in March by backing Morocco's position. Algeria said it considered Spain's unjustifiable change of position to be contrary to international law, directly contributing to a degrading situation in the vast, mineral-rich region. In a short statement, the Spanish government said it regrets Algeria's decision to suspend the bilateral treaty. At least 40 people have been confirmed dead in Sunday's attack in Owo, in Nigeria's Ando state, the region's governor has said. Previously, the authorities had said 22 people had died. Grace was being shared when the first shots rang out. The armed men that burst through the church doors around 11.30 on Sunday set off dynamite that had congregants fleeing to escape the explosions. At the end, eyewitnesses say at least 50 bodies, some of them children, were left strewn across the church floors, while many more were injured. New Zealand has unveiled a plan to tax sheep and cattle burps in a bid to tackle one of the country's biggest sources of greenhouse gases. It would make it the first nation to charge farmers for the methane emissions from the animals they keep. New Zealand is home to just over 5 million people, along with around 10 million cattle and 26 million sheep. Almost half of the country's total greenhouse gas emissions come from agriculture mainly methane. In lighter news, IKEA's Norway is helping new parents with baby names? IKEA has built a name bank with more than 800 listings available on its website. The names are drawn from ones IKEA has given to its furniture instead of product numbers since 1948. IKEA names its products after Swedish towns, lakes, and other geographical features but also uses names that have traditionally gone to people. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, Chris and I talk with Luke Schluzener, president of Out National Security, about LGBTQ plus issues in the field. Thanks to our new members and our longtime members for making these interviews possible. Go to the DSRnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and... Tune into Deep State Radio, where yesterday David Rothkopf spoke with Ian Brimmer about his latest book. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.